Hello and welcome to a slightly special episode of the Moncast. It's only slightly special. Only, only just a little bit, just a tiny bit special. A tiny bit. Like, the littlest bit is special. It's not really that special, it's just more of one segment and none of the others. It is pretty much just administration. So, basically, for the last three weeks, Stevie and I have both been away doing things. Stevie has been off to the summer memory in America. And I've been travelling the country collecting gym badges to become the very best like no one ever was. Well, there's an awful lot of gyms to go through. There are a lot now. <laughs> Just a couple thousand. We thought, because you got back at what, late last night, which is Sunday? I got back about 9am yesterday and slept for most of the day. And an episode needs to go out tomorrow. So instead of us watching episodes and recording it and getting it all sorted in the space of a day, we thought it'd be better to release a little bit of a feedback catch-up episode because a lot has happened stevie so much has happened in three weeks discussion that went on about lieutenant surge and it starts off with fexwith mentioning that he talks in english in the japanese version and then penguin mage replied that they think that the gym leader is supposed to be american and then coddle if that's how it's pronounced codiel codiel then says that lieutenant surge is referred to as the lightning american in the games so he is pretty much american and there was a war in pokemon x and y that takes place three thousand years before the events of x and y but they're not sure where X and Y is in the whole Pokemon timeline, so they don't know where Red and Blue is. So is Red and Blue like 3,000 years before X and Y? I think it takes place within a couple of years of each other. Because um, they also say that they believe that someone official said that X and Y takes place at the same time as Black 2, White 2. And then Black 2, White 2 is, I think it's three years after Black and White. But also in Black 2, White 2, you can have Pokemon trainers fight in their version of like the Battle Frontier or whatever it is. And you could have gym leaders and trainers from all the other games in it. So I'm assuming it's all within a few years of each other. Basically, there was just lots of speculation about Lieutenant Surge being American and we think he is. Also, things like in the first Pokemon game, your dad's not there. And there's also a lot less people in cities. So it does play into that potential law that there's been some sort of war where loads of people have been killed but they've just washed over it with pokemon to keep the kids entertained what reason could it possibly be for war in the pokemon world well you've got people like team rocket team aqua team magma team galactic team plasma team flare <laughs> you just list every team so if you've got that many teams of people who want to do awful things for pokemon imagine a team like that getting built up big enough another bit of feedback we got to which was on twitter from Connor Lavelle. They said at the Moncast, at first I was excited how close Digimon was to beating Pokemon, then I remember that Etamon shows up next episode. Etamon appears, and I've got to be honest, I think Etamon is one of my favourite villains. Etamon's so good as a, as a villain though, because he's really powerful, but just doesn't fight them. Like, I'm pretty sure if he wanted to, he could just 
go and murder the kids, but he's kind of stupid, which gives him almost a reason to not go and do that sort of stuff. He has these plans which are to go and take over the digital world and stuff, and he sees the kids as a as a nuisance that keeps turning up. I like Etamon. Next bit of feedback. Smith messaged me about a board game, which I forgot to look at, but they didn't mean the trading card game. <laughs> and apparently it's really hard, but it's really fun. And they have played the TCG and might play it more. So that'd be cool. Because then they can trade with me and battle me and lose a lot of the time. Nah, I'm pretty sure I can beat you. I've got such a good ground team now. We'll have to resolve this after. We will. But anyway, and the other thing they said was that it was interesting to have May around for our special episode. And it was really funny. Because we cut to the future and the past and the present and the future past. Yeah, we were all over the place. It was great. It was good. We enjoyed making that episode. The next post on With the Will is from Wildwing64. They say that they're a first-time listener. They started out with episode one and they liked what they're hearing. Naturally, they're a bit late with this feedback, but they wanted to address some of the comments we made. The first episode comparison between these two is definitely interesting, as the way the worlds are introduced is very different. Although they were a bigger fan of Digimon, they completely agree that Pokemon had a stronger introduction in terms of easing the viewer into the world of Pokemon. But they wouldn't agree that episode one was bad by any means. I wouldn't say it's bad, it's not like it's boring, but there's there's a lot of filler. It's boring the third time round you watch it. Okay, yeah, we are kind of biased that we did watch it a large amount of times. I've seen it too many times now for it to keep me entertained. It's a long post, so I'm going to shorten it down a little bit. And they basically say that they agree that it does take a lot of time to introduce the main characters in Digimon. But that is to be expected when you've got a large cast of about 14 main characters who are going to be with us for the entire season. It doesn't do much in the way of telling us how the digital world works, but this is something that we learn more about over time. In fact, it's not until the end around episode 20 that the kids learn they're actually in a digital world, as opposed to a place that happens to be named as such. Either way, it gets lengthy introductions out of the way and what little it establishes in the digital world, that it's both a weird and dangerous place for the kids to be in. They also go on to say that regarding gender pronouns for Pokemon, they can see the viewpoint of it coming across as degrading to Pokemon as opposed to he or she, but... They said it's somewhat justified in terms of adapting red and blue, in which Pokemon had no genders to begin with. And it wasn't until gold and silver that they ended up giving genders and breeding a mechanic. But they don't remember if he and she was used in Pokemon, the uh, the TV show, after gold and silver came out. I cannot remember myself, actually. I don't think it is. I don't mind either way. There's some more from Wildwing64, which is some quick thoughts in episode two. And Bertha Graham was the first episode that they watched, which is the same as me. And to this day, Graymon remains to be one of their most favourite Digimon. Yes, 10 points to you. You got the best Digimon. Second to only Metal Graymon. Uh, maybe I prefer Rise Graymon. <laughs> he also influenced my choice of favourite Pokemon in Charizard, even though Squirtle was my original starter back in the day. I started with Charmander, and you started off with Pikachu because you got yellow. They noticed a similarity between the second episodes for both series in that phones were being destroyed and also they noticed that Greymon and James's voices were actually different from later in the series like James starts out sounding really sinister but becomes more campy and Greymon has a slightly higher pitched voice and says his name differently than he does in later episodes where it's deeper and more aggressive it's almost like the swapping places like Greymon becomes more dark and James becomes more campy oh and apparently Greymon's voice in Japanese it's just Akuman's voice with some creepy minor G filter or something. I thought regarding Meowth, since by this point it was already clear that most Pokemon only said their own names, they thought that Meowth was an alien, 
as opposed to a Pokemon, which is really weird. I can see why it made that mistake since it seems to be the only, the pattern is Pokemon say their own name and then Meowth just comes along and talks in plain English or Japanese, I guess it would be. But he did learn later on that he's a Pokemon. You'd probably get laughed at if you started talking to people like, oh, did you, do you like the alien team rocket? And last thing, they liked the way that episode three titles were introduced because the titles were just Ash catches a Pokemon and Garurumon. <laughs> Ash catches a Garurumon. Next bit of feedback, we've got like three three more formal pieces you can do them because i've got to talk about pokemon go well first of all my friend nelson or demon dragon master on youtube shared a video of me playing 20xx with him and also gave us lots of shout outs like in the title and stuff like that so thank you nelson is nelson the guy we plays monster hunter with yeah we played monster hunter with him once Next, we have Ashley from Podigious, who has caught up with Lost in Translation Mon, and is apparently now catching up with the Moncast. And they say, hashtag Digimon Digi all Digi the Digitime, which translates to Digimon all the time, if you don't speak Digimon. It's cool that Ashley's catching up. It shouldn't be too hard, because we've not done that much. And also episodes are less than an hour long. Yeah. Which is one of our goals, which is why this episode exists. This weird, freaky side episode. Last thing, it's from May from Lost in Translation Man, and they are enjoying Tanamon again in another picture. Yes. Because they like they like to remind me that I said that. Yeah, you did. You made it weird. You made that little segment really weird, and I'm glad May is calling you out on that because it was weird. Well, it's, it's fine. They can enjoy Tanamon all they want. And to be fair, that's a really nice Tanamon plush. It is. I can't tell if either May is really small <laughs> or Tanamon is huge. I like to think Tanamon is huge. It's a really nice one, actually. I'm going to have to ask them where they got it from. I've got a Patamon, so I don't need any Tanamon. Any Tanamon trash. Tanamon trash? Whoa. Can we not? All Digimon are trash in comparison to the Pokemon Master Race. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't say that with a straight face. More news going on to Digimon because you're insulting them. Sarcastically. We're getting a tri-dub. Yeah, just us. Yeah, no one else. Just me and Stevie. Jeff Nimoy and everybody are all coming back to record English dubs of Digimon Adventure Tri, specifically me and Stevie. We're not allowed to share it with anybody else, I'm afraid, so we'll talk about it in an episode, but you won't be able to listen to it. That's the plan anyway. But yes, we are getting a dub, and it's got a lot of the original voice actors. The, the voice actors for Tentamon, which is Jeff Nimoy, Izzy and Sora. Patamon's confirmed. Who cares about Patamon? I care about Patamon. Patamon is garbage. Why is everyone dissing Patamon to me? No, I like I like Patamon. Patamon's like a little draft excluder with legs and wings. It's adorable. I got a Patamon figurine and it has TK under it, which I'm sort of air about. But Patamon. So yeah, we are getting the tri-dub and it's coming to cinemas apparently? In the US. Oh. So we don't get it in cinemas. We might not even get it on Crunchyroll. We might not even get it at all. Exactly. We still haven't officially got tryout in in the UK or anything. Nope. We have to watch it illegally. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Digimon. You turned us into criminals. They could have just given it to us. Put it on Netflix. Can we get on to the good news then? What, Tridub isn't good news? No, the the big news. The big world-ending news. Oh, yeah. That game. Do you you know what Pokemon is? I've heard of it in passing. Oh, it's... um. It's a bit like Digimon, except... No, it's not! It is. It's like Digimon. It's basically like a rip-off of Digimon. And what they do is they travel the world and they catch these monsters and put them in tiny balls and throw them at each other to fight. And the goal of the game is to catch all of them. They're like a plague. And what these kids are doing... They send kids out because they're, ex- they're expendable. It's a lot like the plot of the Expendables, actually. And what they do is they send these kids out when they 
when they turn 10 because that's the age where they're just starting to become de- independent so you know they, they're not going to need their parents to care for them so the parents throw them into the world and say right go and catch all of these things plaguing our world and they have to go and catch them so that's getting a game on the old iphones so yes pokemon go has come out in australia and some of the americas and new zealand and some other places i think and it broke the world a little bit yep that, that can't be your response just yeah i've played it yes you did because you were in america when it came out so you could get it well i could get it here anyway you shouldn't do that because it's dangerous you can get viruses and things we do not condone it hypothetically if you were to get it maybe it is an amazing game and it's a lot like ingress from uh, neantic labs which made pokemon go it's super fun the first day it came out the servers all crashed because the amount of people who were getting it and playing it and then it's been patchy even now the servers are hypothetically down if you were playing the game and this torrent of really weird stories has has arisen a little shout out to ashley from podigis who has kept the slack of pokemon go on our full of news which i'm about to read out because they're amazing so the first bit of news we've got is that a teen playing pokemon go has discovered a body in a place called wind river in america is it a young woman was out playing pokemon go and found a body in a river that's the first bit of weirdness that happened and then the next bit of news is there's a person who lives in a church and unfortunately the church in pokemon go is viewed as a historical building so it's turned into a gym so his life has become a living hell of people basically flocking outside of his house at all hours of the day to train in the gym and fight the gym and stuff and then there's some people in missouri are using lures okay well basically people put lures on a pokestop to actually lure people there so they could then rob them of their phones like at gunpoint i believe it was so that's a bit scary there's now been so many advertising campaigns some well-known company who's got a a campaign about don't play pokemon go and drive at the same time really already Mm -hmm. (sighs) it's really risky and really dangerous obviously they're the the places that are picked for pokestops and stuff are i'm pretty sure they're randomly generated because there's one um this isn't news but it was on tumblr uh that time when pokemon go led me to a murder house which is the susan russell house circa 1830 scene of three brutal murders within its first 70 years one of massachusetts most haunted houses as a poker spot um someone on tumblr said that there's a uh a poker spot they go to and it's literally just a live alligator wow the rice park gator my nearest poker stops just like my primary school church i wouldn't know because i haven't got pokemon go because i i can't get it in the uk yet because i'm a sensible human being but i'm assuming that the nearest one to me is the train station which is a two minute walk away from me and it's a pokemon gym actually the bridge is a poker stop and the pub near it is a poker stop but then the train station and the old steam train station which is right next door are both gyms hypothetically there's a guy called kovakashi who owns both of those gyms and it's so weird because that's the name that i use online a fair amount you own the gyms already hypothetically if that was me then yeah and hypothetically that'd be pretty sweet that there's two gyms like are you actually bragging about these gyms i think it's pretty cool there's like two gyms right next to each other two minutes away from me you're part of this problem (laughs) i am part of the problem it's really cool though just like in america when i was playing it just like we walked out one night just you stumble across other people at the same place just like are you playing pokemon go too just like yeah it's great isn't it i went to put my partner at the station the other day and i was sat there waiting and there were two people 
talking about how they couldn't defeat the Pidgeot at the Pokemon gym. And I was like, ah, oh, that'd be pretty cool, hypothetically, if that was me and that was the, my Pidgeot that was in the gym, hypothetically. You so should have gone over to them and just be like, that's my Pidgeot. I didn't want to because I'm awkward. <laughs> Instead, I just lurked behind them and watched their screens like a creepy weirdo. I'm a bit awkward, but I will talk to strangers sometimes if I'm feeling up to it. <laughs> I'm really socially awkward. I pretty much have headphones on 90% of the time. Sometimes they're not even on, just because then people don't talk to me. I always have something going on, at least. Anyway, is there any other news? No, it's pretty much Pokemon Go has happened, and it's killed servers for days, and you can't stop it. <laughs> it will dominate us all. It will. It's really good. It's hypothetically. It's really fun, hypothetically. People should definitely get it when it comes out in your country. It is a bit of a battery drainer, and it needs, like, mobile data and GPS to work. Mobile data, it uses very little hypothetically it'll be so much better once i've moved back to manchester because i've got like student wi-fi all over the place but yes if you do have pokemon go if you are getting pokemon go i mean i shouldn't have to say it because i'm not your parent or guardian just be safe don't go down the dark alley because there's a pincer down there or something just if you're gonna go and play pokemon go play in like a group or with someone else and in the daytime hopefully and just don't put yourself in dangerous situations. They are just Pokemon. Also, if you do drive, don't don't play Pokemon Go and drive. The amount of times I see people on their phones on the way to work driving, and just uh, it really bothers me. Yeah, so just be safe, have fun, enjoy Pokemon Go, and we may never see you again because I'm pretty sure this is the start of the apocalypse. I'm sure this is how the world ends. This is how the world ends, not with a bang, but with Pokemon Go. Just don't go taking any of our gyms. And you'll be just fine. No, go ahead. Go ahead and try and take my gyms. If anybody lives in if anybody lives in the West Midlands in England, then go to the Seven Valley Railway. I'm not gonna say the town. And then go and take the gyms there, go ahead. Because I hypothetically own them. Beat this impersonator. Whoever this person is who's pretty cool so yes thank you for the feedback everybody this is a weird episode it's a special episode but it's sort of a semi-episode it's so we didn't have to do a lot of work today just to get an episode out on time it's a shambles of an episode it's fine it's fine stevie i think we need to discuss our feedback like what feedback we cover and what feedback we don't because if we start getting too much we don't want to have like half hour stuff well it should stay under about 10 15 minutes it should be okay it's just because we've had so much for the last unlike the last episode was 45 minutes long and i didn't want to go and do 10 15 minutes worth of feedback because it would have got it to over an hour and it's a lot of work and it wouldn't have been as funny as this you do realize we've just spent like an hour and a half on just feedback and news yes we have but it's still kind of fun it'll just stay under 10 minutes every week <laughs> it will apart from the weeks where it's an hour and 25 minutes long Yes, it will. Although you can cut this down. There's lots of digressions and ums and ahs. So, where can people find us? On the internet, or walking around on our phones playing Pokemon Go. Yes. Yes, they will. Wait, should we see if I can list everything? You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Wizzle Forums, and I'm posting on Reddit once every week now as well. And that's everywhere you can find us for the Moncast. Eight things. Regular episodes will start again this Saturday. Well, we'll be watching episode 17, Island of the Giant Pokemon, and The Crest of Sincerity. Thanks for listening to this weird thing. Hopefully it never happens again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll manage our feedback better in future. But, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a little it's a little impromptu. What's it, what's it called? informal episode so yeah very informal it's just a mess yes it is bye bye butterfree butterfree if we take our time 
And we stick together Everything we do will go our way And if we try Now and forever No matter what comes next We'll be okay Let's kick it out Welcome to a special sort of mini episode of the Moncast. That was awful. I'm going to do that again. That's perfect. Was it, was it perfect? My voice went from fine to all the way up there. All the way up. That's really not that high. All the way up. Uh, hello and welcome to a slightly... I can't... Yes, it is. It's a slightly bleh episode. I can't. I can't. Pokemon Go is everywhere and I, I can't anymore. <laughs> <sighs> It's all gone horribly wrong. Uh, it's all gone Pete Tong. What? It's a film. You're too young. You wouldn't understand it. Oh, now I, now I just feel like you've been condescending. I'm nearly 20. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Instinct. Valor. I think you find it's called Valor. It's called Instinct. I kind of wanted to join Team Instinct, but then I, I didn't. But then you just went, red is closest to orange. Shut up. <laughs> Yellow is closest to Hufflepuff. I'm being quite quiet, so you don't have to edit this out, but you're going to have to edit this out. Oh no, I'm making more work for you. Every time I talk, Stevie, is it's more work for you. Oh no, I should stop talking. Ah, okay.